coming up on one day at a time. You got to process. You got to unpack. You got to face those demons. You have to face those insecurities. You got to face why you don't trust your spouse and they haven't really done anything. They're just going out to play basketball or some crap. You understand? You got to figure out why you have all these emotions. You got to figure out why you're attached to the hip, why your validation is based on your spouse. You need to figure out why everything, your happiness and your joy and your source of it all is your partner. You need to figure out why all of this is happening. You understand? Because when we get into relationships, many of us confuse the difference between being triggered and exposed. Let me tell you something. When something happens in your relationship, especially in the beginning of it, and you become triggered, that is an opportunity for exposure. Something is happening to you. Your insecurity is being exposed. Your thoughts are being exposed. Your emotions are becoming unraveled. Something is happening. It is an indication that something ain't right and your brain is trying to tell you it. So what you gonna do about it now? Besides pray about it, what you gonna do about it? Besides journal about it, what you gonna do about it? You going to get help or are you going to continue just doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result? Because let me tell you something, ain't nobody coming to save you. You ain't making moves. You ain't making actions. You ain't doing anything different to impact the very dynasty that God has put into your life to change. So nothing ain't going to happen. You understand? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Karina F. Daves. As a life coach, I love helping women get their freaking lives back. And what that means is that I love helping women figure out who they were before they invested in all of these roles, in their education, in their careers, as a partner, as a mom, as an entrepreneur. Who the heck were you before all of these roles and where did you lose yourself? I want to help you resurrect the side of you that was meant to live this life on this earth by unpacking your limiting beliefs, helping you create and set some boundaries and putting yourself first. Because let me tell you something, I bet you that it's been a very long time since you've done that. On this show, we explore all things relationships, all things boundaries, and the very purpose that God has for your life. I share with you not only my personal testimonies, but the revelations that the Lord has given me in my life to lead and continue to grow and stretch. And listen, if you're at the point in your life where you feel lost and you don't know where to turn and you want to work with somebody that's going to help you resurrect the side of you that was actually meant to live the God-given purpose that he gave you, then head over to my website, KarinaFDaves.com and book a sales call with me so we can talk about how to work one-on-one in my private life coaching program. I do have some really good news to share with you, which is that in April of 2023, I will be launching my first ever group life coaching program called This Is Church. This will be an opportunity for a group of 10 women to come together for three months and break down their stories from suffering to glory. For more information, head over to my Instagram, the link in my bio, click on you're interested in group life coaching, send me your email with your name, and I will definitely shoot over more information via email. I literally cannot wait to meet you all. 
One of the reasons why I can't wait to meet you and I can't wait to hear from you is because these shared experiences, these shared testimonies is what really is going to elevate and propel each other. You see this podcast, the squares, the content that you see on Instagram, all of this that I create is meant to serve you. I don't care about the analytics, the number of views, the number of likes, whatever it is. I don't care about that. What I care about is the value, the building up of this community. You see, the value of what we are sharing with each other is exactly what is going to build each other up and lift as we rise. Before we get started, if you're not following me on social yet, head over to my Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Karina F. Daves. I promise you the comments, especially on TikTok, are hilarious. If you love any of my outfits that I decide to share on my stories on Instagram, head over to my Amazon storefront, which is always linked, where you will benefit from all of the shoes that I wear as I commute to my tech job in the city and all of my comfortable outfits because I don't dress for success. I literally dress for comfort. And listen, if you're enjoying this podcast, make sure you subscribe to it, leave me a review, and share it with all of your amigos. Do whatever you want with it, but know that this podcast was specifically made for you, for you to feel seen, for you to feel heard. It's all for you. I promise you that. Te adoro y te quiero con todo mi corazón. Hola amigos, ¿cómo están? My name is Karina F. Daves. I'm a life coach and the podcast host of One Day at a Time. Today we're going to be talking about how my therapist betrayed me. <laughs> it's a very funny story actually about marriage therapy and the therapy that my husband and I went through in the first uh, couple years of our marriage. And so first of all, I want to thank you so much for trusting me in really delivering the message that I really feel God has sent me to deliver on this earth. And thank you so much for um, not the views or the following, but really um, taking all the messages in. And I do want to share that many of these messages are very much my own testimonies. And I really do believe in the power of our testimony and how much our life is a documentation of receipts of how strong we are, how bold we are, how efficient we are, the way that we move in this world. And I think that sometimes we forget that. And so I want to remind you tonight to really look at the receipts in your life, to think back to the testimonies that you can share with others, that you can share with yourself first to really redefine who you are because people will come into your life in an attempt to knock you down. You understand? And you got receipts. All right, you got receipts for the things that you've been through in your life. And so the next time that, you know, somebody says something about your lack of something, think back to the receipts where you built those things. Okay. And if at any point during this live, you have a question, you can put it in the little question. There's like a little question box in there and I'll go ahead and read it only because it's difficult to scroll through. But anyways, let's get started on the story about how my therapist betrayed me. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to set the scene. All right. Here we go. If you're in therapy or you've been to marriage therapy or individual therapy, let's get an amen. So 
in the beginning of my marriage, when my husband and I got married, we were young. We were about 24, 25 years old. And I come from a long lineage of divorces. And my husband comes from wherever he comes from, which I don't want to spill too much because that's his story. And when we came together, you know, after all of the butterflies and the honeymoon phase sort of not settled, but like dissipated a bit, we realized that we really didn't know how to deal with conflict in our marriage. We had poor listening skills and we knew that what we were building wasn't healthy, right? And that there wasn't this safe space where we could honor each other and have respect for each other. And we also realized that our marriage was very lonely. You see, I don't know if it had anything to do with the fact that we were young, but when we got married, for me personally, it was really lonely because my immediate circle of friends um, weren't married and didn't have kids. And here I was married three years into my marriage, had a newborn or a couple months old baby, and we were having a very difficult time not necessarily being able to handle all of the responsibilities, but really be able to process through the emotions that came from these responsibilities and came from like living with each other. I mean, you go through so many years of being independent and looking out for yourself and only being responsible for yourself. And then you get married and you make the decision to be with each other for the rest of your life and this commitment while it's a beautiful thing, it's certainly difficult. And if you're somebody out there that's listening and is an, is married and kind of feels alone, I want you to understand that like God has a purpose in that. And it felt very lonely to not really be able to have anybody that I could talk to, that I trusted in that moment, that could really understand, you know, this responsibility and this choice that I had made. And secondly, at that point in our life, our marriage had no mentorship. It had no community. It had nobody that, you know, we really looked up to as a couple that were together for a long time. And recently I made um, a reel about how your marriage requires mentorship. And I stand by that. You know, we were in our third year of our marriage and, and we went all in at that point because, you know, we really knew that God was a third knot in our marriage. And so for us, our first mind went to church, right, to look for community. And we were blessed with finding a married couples with kids group that had um, four or five couples that really poured into us that had been married a decade longer than us and some only five years longer than us or so. And really were able to tell us, you know, their own struggles and allow us to see that we weren't any different than them, but we were able to get life skills from them and financial, um, so much financial advice. Like, how do you buy your first house? I remember Terrence and I used to drive after church. We used to drive through, um, ah, this gets me emotional, but we used to drive through towns and we would point to homes and we would say like, how did they get that home? Like, how does somebody afford that home, like, how do you do that? And we would just, you know, 
have this like fantasy game where we would say we want that house and we're going to live in that house and we want this backyard. And every time we would pass by a house that we loved, we would say, oh, that's our house. Right. And because of the mentorship that we received from our church group, our life group, everything changed, like the way we saved money, the way we poured into each other. But I'll tell you, that wasn't enough. Right. Because it takes two. You know, no matter if you attend church or are in a group, like you still have to do the work internally. And so at that point in our life, we felt very alone, very lonely. We didn't have close friends that were married or had children and our marriage had no mentorship or community. And so at that point, you know, me being a social worker, I said to my husband, you know, honey, like I've been to individual therapy and I recognize how just beneficial marriage therapy can be for us. And my husband immediately said what most men say, which is no, that junk does not work and I ain't going. And I remember not being forceful about it, but bringing it up from time to time and saying, you know, this is the third party that you're looking for that can be, you know, um, not biased because they wouldn't know us. And at some point, my husband said, you know what, like we have to if we're going to do this, we have to go all in and really do something that is different from the rest of the generations before us. And I think that that was a crucial moment for both of us where we both figured that everything that our family had done up to that point got us to where we were, but it wasn't enough. And if we really wanted to build up the dynasty, the Dave's dynasty of what we were doing and make a different impact, not a better impact, but a different impact than we needed to do things differently. You understand? And so my husband said to me, fine, I'll go to therapy if you find a therapist that looks like me. And I looked at him and I remember thinking like, there are not enough black male therapists in this industry, but let me try, go ahead and try and after a couple of days of searching and searching and searching and calling everybody that I knew, I found Dr. William Carr, who still does virtual and is this amazing man at the time he was in his 70s, who loves and obsessed with Stevie Wonder and really was dedicated to doing this work. And I remember booking our appointment and seeing that Dr. Carr also had a background in social work, but in clinical social work. And I remember my first thought thinking like, oh, this is going to be just great. I'm a social worker. He's a social worker. Like this therapist is finally going to tell my husband that he's in the wrong, that he needs to fix a couple things about himself and that my husband should just finally hop on the train where he just agrees with everything I say because I'm right. And you guys, that's not the way it went <laughs> at all. <laughs> and Dr. Carr, I remember we were struggling with finding a babysitter and Dr. Carr was so sweet to us. He allowed us to bring our four month old son and put him like on the floor on a blanket while we had therapy in his office. And, you know, one of the things he first taught us was what he calls number one and number two, which is that. You love each other and that you love each other <laughs> and that you're committed to this relationship. And, you know, it got to a pivotal session where 
after sharing everything that annoyed the crap out of each other, Dr. Carr said, you know, none of the issues that you guys have with each other have anything to do with the other person, but more so to do with your own individual unhealed trauma and the things that neither one of you have taken the time to process or unpack. You know, Terrence, you, you know, indicate that you have daddy issues and Karina, you indicate that you're uh, very much not over your parents' divorce. Mind you, I had barely hit on my parents' divorce and Terrence had barely talked about his dad. And so I don't know, in that moment, I remember thinking like, what is he talking about? Until he said, you know, you guys require separate sessions and I would be willing to work with you on doing separate sessions and sessions together. And, you know, I had never called myself controlling or I had never called myself or characterized myself as a perfectionist. I knew that I was goal-oriented. I was an overachiever. I knew that I was always the above and beyond student, the above and beyond worker bee, and I always achieved everything that I wanted at all costs. But I never realized that I had brought those spirits and that a character into my relationship. That was one. And two, I had never taken the time to unpack why I was controlling and why I seeked perfectionism so much. And it was in that moment where I felt like Dr. Carr totally betrayed me (laughs) because he didn't side with me and he didn't agree with me. And, you know, everything that I had thought that we needed in therapy I was totally wrong about and I wanted to share with you on this episode, you know, the very things that became unraveled in therapy for me and how, you know, I I really became untethered uh, in such a way that I had never done before. I had never done the work before and slowly but surely throughout time, you know, my husband did his own thing and I think mainly because of my social work background, I'm very um, overly conscious about asking people private things. And, you know, when he would do his sessions, I really would ask how to go. And that was it. You know, if he said fine or if he said, you know, just it went okay, I wouldn't push because I knew that, you know, there's, there's privacy that's required there, right? And even till now, and his new therapist, my husband's new therapist that he sees one-on-one, um, the same thing happens, you know, where my husband will, one, some days he might give a little sentence and some days he just says it went okay. And I don't need to dig deep into that because that's his own private session. That's his own thing that he's unpacking and processing. But anyways, through working with Dr. Carr, who's still available, by the way, in Jersey, Dr. William Carr, virtual, amazing therapist, especially if you've never gone to therapy before or marriage therapy before, he will be one of the most patient people with you. And he may not be really good with technology. Like I remember after COVID, (laughs) when we had to start using um, a Zoom, like you would just see Dr. Carr's like chin on the screen, but he's like the sweetest guy ever. And he really helped me realize that my need for perfectionism 
really stemmed from my need of wanting to satisfy my parents and never disappoint them. And I don't know if many immigrant children go through this, but I know I did where I wanted to make sure that in this like weird way, they were always happy with my achievements. And in some way, my marriage became involved in that. And, you know, my perfectionism also stemmed from having watched, you know, my, my mom and dad had a very toxic marriage. And what I watched was them both, you know, really try to be controlling in their way. And I never watched a relationship have much empathy. I never watched a relationship really show grace or forgiveness or have any room for the other person's opinions or thoughts. I never watched any of that. And somehow I was expected to show up that way. And in essence, it was one of the first few times that It was one of the first few times that I realized I was really broken. And I know that I know that we're all broken. And I know that we're all sinners. But to have to face my brokenness in such a naked way was so difficult for me. But I knew that I had to do that work. I knew that I had to face my brokenness in order for Terrence and I to become repaired and continue being the very thing that God was trying to anoint. You see, your relationship, your marriage is supposed to be a reflection of God's love. And when it's not, God calls us to repair that whatever way we see fit. Obviously, he wants us to come to him first. And then he sends his angels of support. And I don't think Dr. Carr will ever listen to this episode. But in the chance that he does, I want him to know that he was a huge part in saving Terrence and I. And allowing him and I to share the very testimonies of our marriage today. If it wasn't for God and people like Dr. Carr and the mentorship that we received in our church group and our life group of married couples, if it wasn't for those three things, we would have never faced or had the courage to face who we really were and take the risk of unconditioning who we were, you know, because your life is made up of different habits that you see and pick up and different beliefs that you see and you pick up and some are good, but some are not good. And, uh, we did a deep, deep unconditioning and it was a, it was a deep awakening of, of how broken we were and how much of that brokenness, you know, on the outside looked like confidence. And really, 
was our controlling spirit or my controlling spirit and my need for perfectionism and Terrence's own junk, right? And so what I want to remind you of today is that, you know, I remember even looking back and thinking that my need for control also had to do with being betrayed many times, you know, not just like the need for perfectionism with, you know, in correlation with my parents and wanting to satisfy them, but my need for control had a lot to do with how I was betrayed as a child in high school, in college, how it was made fun of. And I, I really wanted to control everything. And I didn't know that it was called control. I just thought that that was the way I was until one day I realized that I was, you know, treating my husband based off of something that he hadn't done to me. And saying that out loud sounds crazy, but I hope that it helps somebody tonight because, um, it was hard. <laughs> it was hard. And uh, one of the things that we were called to do in the beginning of our marriage up to two years ago was to remain private about a lot of the things that we went through. And I remember literally crying about all of this stuff and feeling like I couldn't talk to anybody about it, right? Out of respect for Terrence and myself and the very covenant of, of marriage, I felt like I couldn't talk to anybody. And years later, I see now the beautiful thing that God was trying to do. And the fact that I get now the opportunity with the obvious permission of my husband to share so many gems, so much of our relationship testimony, and really at the pinnacle of it all is God, right? Like God was at the forefront of all of this. God Dr. Carr, <laughs> and all of our mentors. And so anyways, you know, we um, we worked with Dr. Carr and then we outgrew Dr. Carr uh, because your relationship and your marriage grows and we moved on to another therapist. And, you know, therapy is super taboo in a lot of our cultures. And what I want to say is that I'm not here telling you that you should go to therapy. But I do want to share that you should do something different because whatever you've been doing all of these years, whatever the generations before you has been doing in order to get ahead and survive and grow in their life has gotten you to where you are now, but it can't get you any further. And so I don't care if it's a walk. I don't care if it's sleeping earlier. I don't care if it's going to therapy. I don't care if it's listening to worship music. I don't care if it's finding a friend that you trust. Whatever the case is, you have to do something radically different in order for change to happen. Everybody knows that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And that just cannot happen. You need to do something different to change and break the very chains that the enemy has shackled you in. You see, God has a purpose for you. But when God plants that purpose and that vision in your mind, the enemy also comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And while you may have gotten through a lot of things in your relationship, I want you to understand that if you don't have joy, that if you have regret, that if you have resentment, that if you have certain things that no longer 
are forming in you. You don't get butterflies anymore. You don't get that emotion when you see your man standing in front of you. That means that the enemy has stolen something from you. You see, the key thing is that he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So he may not have ended your relationship, but he stole your joy. He might not have ended your relationship, but he stole your hope. He might not have ended your relationship, but he stole your trust. You understand? And so plenty of times we just continue in these relationships thinking, all right, we got through it on to the next one. But everything emotionally, everything mentally is out, is stolen. You understand? So you have to look back on that relationship and figure out what are you two going to do differently? What are you two going to do differently to impact the next generation to make sure that the very dynasty that you are building, you see this thing right here that Terrence and I are building, we are building a new Dave's dynasty. You understand everything that we do, we always come together and say it is not it is not coincidence. It is destiny. The very thing that God has put us together to do, we are impacting dynasties. You understand? Dynasties. That's different. That's generational change. That's generational impact. But in order to do that, in order for two people to come together and make a generational impact, y'all got to work together individually on yourself. You got to you gotta process. You got to unpack. You got to face those demons. Demons. You have to face those insecurities. You got to face why you don't trust your spouse and they haven't really done anything. They're just going out to play basketball or some crap. You understand? You got to figure out why you have all these emotions. You got to figure out why you're attached to the hip, why your validation is based on your spouse. You need to figure out why everything, your happiness and your joy and your source of it all is your partner. You need to figure out why all of this is happening. You understand? Because when we get into relationships, many of us confuse the difference between being triggered and exposed. Let me tell you something. When something happens in your relationship, especially in the beginning of it, and you become triggered, that is an opportunity for exposure. Something is happening to you. Your insecurity is being exposed. Your thoughts are being exposed. Your emotions are becoming unraveled. Something is happening. It is an indication that something ain't right and your brain is trying to tell you it. So what you gonna do about it now? Besides pray about it, what you gonna do about it? Besides journal about it, what you gonna do about it? You going to get help or you're going to continue just doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Because let me tell you something, ain't nobody coming to save you. You ain't making moves. You ain't making actions. You ain't doing anything different to impact the very dynasty that God has put into your life to change. So nothing ain't going to happen. You understand? Hola, hermana. If you're interested in a life coach and working with me in my private one-on-one life coaching program, head over to my website, KarinaFDaves.com and book a sales call with me. I want to help you finally be yourself and break away from the shackles of everything that everybody else has spoken over your life. You see, this is the season of your life where you plant a seed, where you harvest, where the fruit that you bear is good for you, where you finally get to put yourself first.
Also, don't forget that in April of 2023, I will be launching my first ever group life coaching program called This Is Church, where 10 women will have the special opportunity to be in a group community with me over three months. If you're interested in getting more information, head over to the link in my bio on Instagram and say that you're interested and I'll send all the information for you as we launch in April of 2023. And listen, if you're more of a reader and you really enjoy reading blogs, head over to my website, KarinaFDays.com, where I write about all of my testimonies, all of my revelations about my marriage, my toxic relationships, having my first child, being a stepmom, all of those gems are there to help and guide you through this thing that God calls life. I seriously can't wait to hear from you and meet you one day. Honestly, te adoro y te quiero con todo mi corazón. And I'm telling you, that comes straight from the Holy Spirit. Jesus, I thank you for that word. <laughs> I thank you, Jesus. Let me calm down for a second. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I hope that that pierced somebody's heart and that it revealed something to you today and tonight. Okay. I just want you to understand that there is work to be done and that it's better for you to lean into that work than pull out. Amen. Okay. Listen, before I pray for you, there's a couple of questions here. It says, may God speak through you tonight. You're truly amazing. Thank you for your beautiful words and videos you share with us. Oh, thank you so much. Let me screenshot that from A1 Yuri. Thank you. Um, all right. How do you go to the next question? You won't be able to do this. No questions yet. I thought there was three questions. Anyways. All right. Listen, if you have a question, put it in the chat. Send me a DM. Um, you know where to find me. I'll make sure to share all my handles and let me pray for you and the relationship that you're with, that you're in right now. Okay. Can I pray for you? I'm going to pray for you anyways. <laughs> All right. Father God, I thank you so much for this day. I thank you that you have given us the opportunity to breathe, to move, and to just be in this world. Lord, there are so many things that attempt to attach themselves to us, whether it's in the media, whether it's a purchase, whether it's a store, whether it's a toxic person. You know, there are so many things that attempt to attach themselves to us and attempt to identify us through that. And what I want to remind people tonight is that our only identity is the very one that lives within Christ. We are all children of God, daughters of God, sons of God. That's who we are. And so I just want to thank you for the opportunity that we get to live and to be. And I want to also take this opportunity, Lord, to repent from anything that is heavy on our hearts that we've done. You know, you're the only person that forgives the way you do. And I don't take advantage of that, but I'm definitely stunned at all of the things you have forgiven me for, because I can't even believe that you still love me. I really can't. And I just want to thank you for the way that you love. Father God, I ask that especially during this holiday season where many of us are getting together back with certain relationships or rekindling certain affairs and certain things in our life. Father God, I ask that 
you have a hedge of protection over everybody's life that is listening to this episode now and later on. Father God, I ask that they walk with the Holy Spirit, that they walk with the light, that they walk with your love, that they walk with your joy, Father God, and that you give them the very discernment that is required to distinguish between the relationships that are for them and the ones that no longer serve them, Lord. I ask that you do an undoing and unraveling in our hearts, Jesus, and allow us to do the work. I know it's scary to figure out who we are. I know it's scary to process and unpack. It's freaking scary. And I know that you know that, and you know that we know that you know that. And uh, I ask for courage tonight, Lord. Give us courage Give us the very courage that we need in order to do the work so that we can show up as the son or daughter that you require us to be. I love you so much, Jesus. It is in your heavenly father's name we pray. Amen. All right. Oh, two more questions. Here we go. Um, Can we have a DM question and answer session? Sure. <laughs> you could totally. I wouldn't consider it a session. It's just an opportunity for us to chat and see what's going on. Another question is, why do I feel like I shut down when I'm trying to communicate with my husband? My mind is speaking, but when I try to open my mouth, I shut down when I look at him. I'm not sure if it's childhood trauma from never being heard or how do I overcome this? Wow, that's such a good question. I do believe that, you know, our partners do play a role in making sure that they create a safe space for us and vice versa. But we also need to be, you know, able to deliver what is ever in our mind. And if you feel like you're not at the place where you're able to deliver that message, then there is definitely something there that is holding you back. And it's important for you to figure out why that is, whether it's through mentorship, whether it's through coaching, whether it's through therapy, whether it's through, it's through journaling, whatever it is, you need to be able to figure out what it is that is causing that barrier between you being able to communicate what's on your heart and on your mind and delivering it. And I can't tell you what it is. Only you can tell yourself that. All right. Well, listen, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> My name's Karina F. Daves. I'm a life coach and the podcast host of One Day at a Time. If you feel like you're lost right now at this point in your life and you know that you want to work with me as your life coach through this season to help resurrect the side of you that was lost in these relationships and these responsibilities, whatever the case is, feel free to book a sales call with me in the link in my bio for my private one-on-one -on -one coaching. You can find me at my handles at Karina F. Days on TikTok, on Instagram, on YouTube, on my Amazon storefront, and on my website, KarinaFDaves.com. And as you know, in April of 2023, I will be launching a life group coaching program for women called This Is Church, where 20 women will have the opportunity to take their story of suffering from suffering to the story of glory. And it will be an amazing three months as we get to share and be together and so if you enjoyed this episode feel free to subscribe to it leave a comment please leave a review share it with all of your amigos do whatever it is that you need to do um, as you know this community is so important to me and I feel so honored that I get the privilege to really share um, the word of God and so anyways 
Again, my name is Karina F. Daves. I'm a life coach and the podcast host of this amazing podcast, One Day at a Time. Te adoro y te quiero con todo mi corazón. All right. Have a great night, everybody. Ciao.